Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. All right. What's up, everybody? So welcome back to another super powerful episode of the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. And we definitely going to be talking about winning at weight loss, y'all. This episode is going to be so powerful because I have my very special guest, Miss Daisy, and she has been a star client of mine for going on three months now. And oh my God, if I could keep her forever, I would. I'm still trying to figure out how to keep her forever. But so I brought Daisy on today because she has such an inspirational, very deep, powerful story, not just her transformation, but everything that happened to her before she came to me and just, just amazing, very inspirational. So I wanted to bring her on. We're also streaming this live on my Facebook. So if y'all are tuning in from the Facebook or on Facebook rather, then go ahead and drop us a hashtag live if you're with us live right now or drop us a hashtag replay when you're catching the replay. This is super important because I like to communicate with all of the viewers and the listeners and get back to y'all and see, hey, what was valuable to you? What spoke to you? What resonated with you and things of that nature. So on that note, hi, Daisy. Hi, good morning. Good morning. (laughs) I am so glad that you were willing, first of all, to do this and share your story. A lot of this is very personal. It's intimate. And I think it takes a lot of courage. So thank you for doing that, first of all. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. So for those who don't know, obviously, Daisy and I connected on Instagram. That was actually last year. Yeah. Yeah, it was in 2022. We connected on Instagram somehow, some way. I don't know. Do you remember how that happened? Yes. So I actually was looking for help and started looking at TikTok videos, Instagram videos, and you would pop up every time. So I started following you. <laughs> started following you. I started, I started liking pretty much everything you started posting from like motivation to like tips and weight loss journeys and results and all of that. And I just, I was Stroll, like scrolling through your page pretty much you know like what does she do what how does she do it i did reach out to you to no. schedule an, an appointment with you but then i got scared and canceled it <laughs> i don't remember that part got scared i remember, and canceled it. I remember yeah. too i was like dang i wonder what happened hmm. like, what <laughs> yeah i was like dang it and then I can't remember if it was before that or after that you ended up in one of my my free four-day challenges. You remember that? Yeah. So after I canceled it, you invited me to the, the challenge. I think it was like two weeks after. And then that's when it all started. <laughs> much. Yes. So we've had quite a journey even before you started working with me or hiring me as your weight loss coach. There was already that relationship building over time. So I guess pure coincidence or whatever you want to call it, that it just so happened that my videos were popping up on your feed all the time. And mm-hmm. you were like, dang it, I need help. I need help. I got weight loss goals. I want to get fit again and all that stuff. And then I just happened to be the one. So, you know, I obviously know your story. And we had a pretty emotional call when we ended up, when we finally ended up having our initial weight loss consultation, it ended up being quite emotional and heavy. But for the people who are listening on the podcast, the people that are tuning in on the live on Facebook, will you share with them what, like, how did your struggle with weight start? What even led you to the point of, that's it, I'm fed up, I'm done, I need help now? Okay. So it started a while back. So I had a lot of like health issues. Long story short, I, the last 17 years I have had struggled with different types of cancer which led to one surgery that I had to get my whole thyroid removed. Once I got that back in 2015, I started gaining a lot of weight. 
like from one day to another, I was gaining 10 pounds. And that's when I learned that the thyroid releases the metabolism hormone. So a lot of people around me, they're like, it's normal. It's fine. You're, you're full of life, you know, but then I started feeling bad. Um, it's been seven, eight months that I have been can- cancer-free after 17 years. So I'm actually very excited and I was anxious to start not much like a weight loss journey, but more like I wanted to feel good. You know, like I, I, I didn't like the clothes that I was wearing. I gained a lot of weight and I started feeling uncomfortable. And then on one of the videos, I think one of your podcasts, you mentioned the, I think it was the first podcast you ever made that weight loss had a lot to do with your mind the way of thinking and and stuff like that and i'm like huh that's exactly what i'm feeling <laughs> exactly yep. what i'm feeling oh and something that i didn't want to mention is that i love your podcast like it has helped even before i started talking to you i put i had it on spotify i'm like okay this is what i'm listening to on my way to work on way off work so that helped a lot like listening to all of that before we even started a conversation and you like slowly started guiding me into like hey it's okay where you're at but we can do something about it so and yeah and 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 making the decision of actually becoming better feeling better and looking better was one of the hardest decisions i have ever made in my life i had tons of people telling me you're fine the way you are you look great the way you are but i felt so bad I no energy, like I, I I knew I needed help. And one, this good friend once told me, if you have that gut feeling that you need help, look for it. Doesn't matter how long it takes you, just look for it. Don't stop looking. And if something comes up and you're just like putting your head, like, I, I don't know if people believe like a law of attraction, your higher power, like start putting your head, what is it that you need? And slowly it's going to start coming into your life. And that's when all your videos started popping up. Dang. (laughs) Yeah. That is so real. That is so real. So 17 years of fighting cancer, of battling cancer on and off. And then the last time it caused you your thyroid, right? And then obviously without the thyroid, then started having all these hormonal issues and imbalances. Mm-hmm. And then you started to put on a lot of weight, right? Yeah. Do you remember how much weight you put on after that happened? I was 115, no more than 120. And I went up to like almost 200 pounds. Yeah. So you went from being like your normal average tiny, like what yeah. was normal for you. Yeah. And then to significantly overweight. That's, yeah. And that's a lot of weight gain. And so yeah. you got to the point where you were just not feeling good. It sounds like mentally, right? But physically and emotionally too, like not feeling good. I know you mentioned it, not feeling comfortable in your clothes. And, yeah. and then mentally it took a toll. And by the way, I am so glad that when I get this feedback about my podcast, it, it just like, it encourages me so much to keep going because, you know, it's different than, than on Facebook and Instagram, et cetera, because I see the comments, I get the messages, et cetera. It's different. Or I can see the people that are watching, right? But on the podcast, I don't have that type of interaction, which is why I always remind people when I, re- I, I stream an episode is leave me reviews, give the podcast five stars so that I know, oh, pe- people are listening, they're tuning in. It, it's insightful. It's helping them. So for you listening right now, definitely remember mm-hmm. to share it, tag me in your stories, take screenshots. Let me know that the podcast is making a difference in your life. Give me, give me a five-star rating and a review so that I know this. But yeah, I'm so glad that what I was talking about based on my own journey on the podcast, it was helping you yeah. and make you feel safe, heard, and understood. Like how you're feeling you, it's okay. Like you had a right, you have a right to not feel good about the weight, right? Versus guilt tripping yourself or shaming yourself, feeling like, well, I mean, I survived, you know, all these cancers that I fought for the last 17 years, not put on all this weight. And I probably should just be happy that I'm alive, should just be happy that I'm healthy and not battling and that I'm cancer free. 
But instead, you kind of ended up in that depression of just not feeling good, not feeling comfortable. And I know you mentioned your environment and the people around you. Now, I'm glad you had one friend that was like, listen, gut feeling, go with the guts. If you feel like you need help, go get help. And so it sounds like you followed that or you made the commitment to follow that piece of advice. And then what did the universe do? The universe was like, oh, well, you made the decision. You said you wanted help. We're going to keep sending you this. Here's here's the Instagram. (laughs) Right. And we're going to make sure that you keep seeing our videos until it really starts in and you build up, I guess, the courage and make that commitment. And so let's talk about courage because for you, you got scared. You canceled the call, right? Mm -hmm. Then two weeks later, I was like, hey, why don't you join this challenge? See if that helps you. You join the challenge. And then I offered, I asked you again, I believe, if if you want to try again, we can just have a conversation. Like, that doesn't mean I want it. I, you don't have to commit to anything. Let's just have the call. And then you said, yes, let's do it. And when we got on the call, you said that you said that you were, you were afraid, right? It took a lot yeah. of courage to get on that call. Yeah. Let's, t- let's talk about that. Okay. So I will, I was afraid of commitment and failing. Like I mentioned, last 17 years was like, hey, this treatment might work, it might not work. So I was programmed with like, hey, this works, this might work or it won't. So just being, the struggle was that I, I know I beat cancer, but I didn't feel strong enough. Like not, not. Physically, but emotionally and mentally, I did not feel strong enough. I felt weak, and I I was still struggling with if that was an okay thing or if I was just being over dramatic, you know. Because mm-hmm. I did have a couple of family members and friends saying, "Hey, you're being dramatic. You're fine now. Yeah, you beat cancer these many times, and and you're fine. You're alive. Like, what are you worrying about?" But the inside part of like my self struggles and accepting myself, it it was, it's still going on, you know, like, and there was days I would cry, you know, am I I really capable of doing this four day challenge? You know, am I really Mm -hmm. capable of drinking water each day? Can I really do this? Like, is this something that like, you know, and just being scared of failing. Pretty much not being able to complete what I said I I would do. But then my boyfriend, one day, he was like, Daisy, you, you're a strong person. You're one of the strongest persons I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Like, you can accomplish and you can do whatever you put yourself into. And for my boyfriend to say that mm-hmm. was a big deal. He's like, do it. Just do it. It's just four days. Just go for it. This girl keeps on popping up in your Instagram. There's it's a sign. Look at your signs. You always talk about signs, you know, like this is one. And then as we're talking, for some reason, I don't know what happened to my phone, but my phone turned on and there was a a video that you had posted of like how to work out at home. I was like, oh my gosh, you're calling me. (laughs) He's mentally calling me. So like, and he's like, yeah, do it. And then that day was the day that you sent me the four day challenge. I was like, okay, it's it's a sign. Let let, let me do it. Yeah. So I, it took a lot. It took days to like, be like, okay, I can do this. And I was walking and pacing back and forth in my room. Like, should I do it? Should I not do it? And I was like, okay, I I can do it. Like I, I should do it. And it's going to benefit me and started changing the way I was thinking. So instead of thinking, I was like, I was going to be failing or, oh, I'm not going to accomplish this. I was like, I am going to do it. I am going to accomplish this first thing. And as soon as I started changing my mentality, it started feeling better. It started feeling like I already had it. I was like, yeah, I I can do it. I'm going to do it. I, I shared it with my coworkers and they're like, yes, Daisy, you can do it. Just do it. And we'll, we'll hear, we're here to help you and we'll do the same thing. And, and I'm like, okay, okay. So I was like, okay. So I asked for support. I got support now. Mm-hmm. I asked for a coach. I got the coach now. So Daisy, you got everything. It's a sign for doing it. Right. So. And they say, be careful what you ask for, right? Okay. I know. Then, then it starts showing up and then it's like, oh, okay. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah. Well, this this is what I asked for. This is what I wanted. Now I got to do the work. And that's a scary yeah. part. Thank you so much for, sh- for, for sharing that because I know that is resonating with someone right now. I know that those are, this is probably literally the story that someone needs to hear to take their journey to the next step. It's, it's crazy. I think sometimes that it's crazy when we think about this, like the fact that what you can be afraid of like actually succeeding at something you can be, because we always, we always look at, you know, what are you afraid of? What's holding you back? What, where are these fears coming from? But it's like a real thing. Like it really can yeah. be paralyzing a person. The idea I might succeed and the other idea I might actually fail, right? Like those things will hold us back from doing the things that we know deep down. That's the worst part. It's like, you know, deep down, this is what I need. This is what I deserve. This is even what I want but I'm too scared to go after it. I'm too scared to even start it and try because there's a chance that either, you know, because for some people it's the, it's the, it's the fear of actually for the first time succeeding at, at something. And if like for you, the biggest fear was, well, what if it doesn't work? What if, what if, what if I quit? What if I can't do it? Cause I know when we had that call, the first call, you explained it to me that the fear was like, I know it doesn't make sense rationally, logically. Because I beat cancer 17 times. What the heck would I even sit here and be afraid of? I remember we had that conversation. And I was yeah. like, yes, but at the same time, <laughs> don't beat yourself up and, and put additional pressure on yourself. It just is what it, what it is. Yes, you're a strong person. You're a warrior. You did something that most of us are probably not capable or strong enough mm-hmm. to make happen. You did it. But mm-hmm. you still have to show yourself grace and accept the fact that for whatever reason, I am still afraid there's this lot of trauma. Like you said, there was a lot of trauma from those 17 years. And now I am afraid of taking this next step and potentially, it potentially not working out for me because you probably were afraid of the type of toll that it would take on your mental and emotional because you've already dealt with so much. Right. Yeah. And, and I remember that I was like, slow down, breathe, <laughs> breathe. Yeah. I was scared of like, Oh, I don't know how to do exercise. Yes. I, I what of like the the food that I'm eating is not the right one. I'm Hispanic. I like tortillas, you know, like stuff like that. And like, and actually, one of the biggest fears was, what if I start looking good? Are people are people gonna like think I I I didn't have cancer and it was just the thing? Wow, you know, that was that was the biggest one. Me being okay wow. because of I received a lot of help, for, like I mentioned before, from friends and family. That me being okay and being at my ideal weight and looking good and being happy was gonna question people. Yeah. Was it real, you know? Like, and I feel like I it, it it became like one of the biggest fears. And I was like, you know, something. No, like I need to motivate women, like. Another thing was that a lot of a lot of friends actually mentioned that because I didn't have kids, why am I so overweight? Why mm-hmm. did I have? A, why do I have a hoopa if I, I don't have kids? You know, like or why? Pretty much like, why aren't you dead? You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's very complicated when when you try to like center yourself and start at like putting your your goal straight and what you want and then you got all these family and friends that love you of course i'm not saying that they don't love yeah, you but yeah. everyone has their opinion different experiences sometimes you gotta be like hey let me take control of my life this yeah. is what i want to do this is what, what i want to feel i didn't want to get to the point where and, and I was close coach that I like became thinking like suicidal thoughts. I just thought like overcoming my health issues instead of being happy about it. I felt like if I don't accomplish things, I'm I'm big failure, big loser. You know, yeah. and yeah. Um, it it brought me down a lot. It brought me down, but. Right now, I it's, it's still work in progress. I have a lot of work to do, but I've been so happy and so grateful. First of all, for you for actually, I think I mentioned this before. 
like thank you for making the for taking that decision and taking that first step to start helping women out there because we're like across the United States. You're what state are you in? Like I'm in yeah, I'm in Georgia. I'm in Georgia. And and y'all are everywhere. And I don't know what it is. If it's I don't know what it is with my social media or at least my Instagram, but it likes the women in California somehow. (laughs) Like because because at least like at least a third of all of my clients are in California. And I'm like, I don't know how that happened. I didn't know anyone per se in California. Like it wasn't word of mouth. Yeah. Like that. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know why it's doing that. But I'm like you. I believe in signs. And I believe that it's all like, you know, it, it all connects the dots some way, somehow. But yeah, thank you. Yeah, you ladies are everywhere. And then sometimes mm-hmm. I have clients who are, who've also been outside of the country. Like right now, I have one who's in Ireland. And I've had clients in Australia, in the UK. And I've had a couple in Africa too. So yeah, the, the reach is like, there's no boundaries. Um, but thank you again, coach. Like I really do appreciate everything you do and being patient with patient with me, having your Facebook lives, your podcast. Like I, I know it. Don't know fully your backstory of how you started, but like I really do appreciate it because I can assure you that for me, you have changed my life. Pretty much, you have saved my life. So I am very grateful and thankful for that. Thank you. And you are so, so welcome. It's, it's, it's been such an honor and a pleasure. And I, I mean, I know, and I know that the work that we've done has made a huge difference in your life, but I do want to always make sure that you know this too. It's a two-way street. Like, you know, like I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have had the chance to do that and I wouldn't be able to see the, you know, the, the result of the work, right? If you had not chosen me, you're the one that said, Hey lady, I've been listening to all your podcast episodes. I've watched every single live. I've done the challenge. <laughs> I listen to you from sunup to sundown. I watch every reel. Yeah, I trust you. Like, I know that if it's going to be anybody, because I remember you said that. You were like, I've studied your stuff long enough. If it's going to be anybody, it's going to be you. And I was like, okay, well, I'm glad that you trust me. My boyfriend would say, like, stop stalking her. I'm like, no, she likes it. It's fine. <laughs> she likes it. She likes it. That's why she's doing it. Oh, that's so funny. That is so funny. But yes, no, definitely. I'm like, this is what I do. This is what I'm here for. So I'm glad it was always speaking to you and helping you in your everyday life, even without me being your coach specifically at the time. But I'm just so honored. I'm so proud of you. I'm so grateful that we've done this work and how far we've come. And like you said, the work isn't done. It's not over with, but, and we're going to talk in a second about everything that has changed so far for better. Mm -hmm. But what I wanted to make sure I went back to in a couple of things that, that you said is you were so afraid also of what this was going to demand of you, right? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm probably gonna have to do crazy workouts. And, and like, (laughs) My endurance is not there. Like I get out of breath easily. I, I'm, I'm feeling weak because I've yeah. went through treatments for so many years. Like I don't have the muscle. I don't, you know, like I remember we talked about that. And then you're like, I'm Hispanic. I mean, am I going to be able to eat my rice? I mean, what am I going to be doing? Like, am I going to be, beans. You know, don't take away my beans. <laughs> she going to take away my beans. I probably can't do this. So I think that in addition to the, the mental, the, the mindset, the, like the emotional fears that you had, for example, such as people have been taking care of me. People have been supporting me for so long, right? Because they knew that I was sick fighting cancer and there was a chance for me to not make it. But every single time I beat it, I made it. Now, the, now what if I start working on myself and I start losing all this weight and everything and I get strong mm-hmm. and all that? They're going to be like, but were you really that sick? Mm-hmm. And that's, and you're like, what if I start walking around looking good? They're going to be like, what? And that's, I never, I mean, I would have never even thought of having a fear like that. But damn, you're right. Yeah. Like, that's real. That is real. And, and the other thing was obviously like the opposite, the fear of failure. Like, what if I, what if this just does not work? Then it's going to be like an additional blow to my already relatively fragile, right? Mental and emotional health. And then I'm going to make it worse because I'm going to put set my hopes up and I'm going to fail. And it's going to be like, damn it. Like you said earlier, I'm just a big old loser. And that's a real fear. Yeah. But then in addition to that, it was like, 
let's talk about like the more rational fears. What if nutrition wise, it asks of things that I can't handle, right? Mm -hmm. What if physically speaking, you're going to ask of things that I just can't do. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling you, Daisy, I promise you that we're going to start from scratch. We're going to start at point zero and we're going to do little things. And then we're going to gradually over time, as you build up your endurance, as you get stronger, we're going to like, we're just working on the foundation. And then we're going to continue building up upon that. And I remember you took like this deep breath, like you were so relieved. You were like, really? Yeah. Oh, cause, cause I can't like, I'm, I can't do, you know, hour long, 45 minute long, you know, super hard workouts. I can't handle that. And, uh, and you told me about the food and I was like, no, 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 you don't have to change your culture. <laughs> like <laughs> we're going to make this work with your traditional nutrition, yeah. your diet, the way that it is, because it's not really about becoming, you know, doing things that are just not sustainable. It's not realistic. But I remember that I had to reassure you and be like, no, no. We're, going, we're starting at zero. We're just going to work our way up from zero to 10. And then once we get to 10 and you're feeling good, then we, we go to 20 and that's what we've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's been, it's been actually very great. I remember the first couple of days that we started, I was like, okay, I can do it. Oh, another thing too. All these things are popping up is that, well, I, I rent a room with my brother, and my sister-in-law. So I don't have big space to work out, you know, like. I have like a two by two little space in my room that that's where I do my workouts, you know, and I will, I, one of the biggest fears is joining the gym, you know, yes. like, I don't want to, I don't want to go to the gym. What am I doing? What if I do something wrong or why are people going to look at me? And, and that's still something that I'm, I'm, I'm working on, but I do have a limited space. I do live in the middle of the desert, so I can't go freely out and do workout because of animals and rattlesnakes and all that. So I need to be careful with that. So I, I make it work, <laughs> you know, like I try to, to, in fear of like, is this enough space? Do I have workout clothes? Mm -hmm. Do I have like equipment? Like, what do I need to get? And all, all of that was a fear as well. But slowly, like it's been actually been great. Like it's, I've learned so much. I can see a difference and my, my fears are slow. Some of them slowly, some of them fast or going away but yeah. I do feel a big change in my life incredible and you know what we're gonna make this the tagline of today's episode you said I make it work and right. I'm like right no one is asking that you have gym memberships that you have the craziest most expensive equipment at home for you to be successful that you I don't know drink a gallon of water a day walk 10,000 steps every single day in the middle of the desert like none of this is necessary it's like but whatever it is that you have to do that matches Daisy that makes sense for Daisy it's the it's the commitment it's the I make it work and I'm big on that so I'm glad that it made a difference in your life and on your journey because we all deserve to live in the body that we want to live yeah. right yeah and so we just have to find the things that we can do that are realistic, that are sustainable for us, for who we are. And that's how we're going to get there. And then we make it work, right? So I love that. So here we are, you're, you're, you're living in a relatively small space. You're kind of isolated because of where you're living in the middle of the desert. Mm -hmm. So driving to a gym, you know, all the time, probably not the greatest idea. And then you got this tiny space, but You've been doing your workouts at home with limited, limited equipment, limited space, and you've been making it work. So many lessons is in this episode. I feel like we can go on all day. There's just so much to talk about. This is yeah. crazy. I want to go back to one important point too, before we start talking about your results and what all changed for better is the, the power of your environment in a good way, but then also sometimes in a bad way. So sure. you talked about how your boyfriend was, it seems like your boyfriend was like a huge source of like, yeah. like cheering you on. Like I, I guess I'm guessing your boyfriend probably is probably like the closest to you when it comes to seeing how the weight was affecting you. Right. Yes. Correct. Yeah. 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 And so 
And so it sounds like he was like, listen, if you don't like the way you feel, if you don't like the way your clothes fit, if you don't like the way you look, if it's taking a toll on you mentally, you're not happy, you, you should do something about it. Definitely. And then your, your friend, I, re, I remember you said that, but your other friend was like, if, you, if your gut tells you that you need help, then you need help. So then you go get help, right? Yeah. And you followed that. So this is, this is powerful because I don't think in life that we get anywhere or achieve, none of our achievements happen just because of us. I, I, you know, like the reality yeah. is we all need someone who speaks life into us. Somebody who holds our yeah. hand every now and then. Someone who pushes us when we don't have the courage to push ourselves. Like that's the reality. No one gets to where they are in life without some type of help and some type of support. <clears throat> Yeah. And your story is proof of that. And now let's talk about your experience with people that were like, oh, just, just shut up. Just you're exaggerating. Just be happy that you're alive. Why are you asking for more? Why are you upset about your weight? You're alive. Like, what is your, the big deal? Just chill out. And then, because I know we talked about this before we got on live, but, and then, Along those lines of you're doing too much. Why are you working out so much? Just rest. How how do you feel? How has that affected you on this journey? Well, <laughs> there is it, it, there is one person, and it, not to put her on blast and everything. I did mention to her that I was going to talk about her was my mom. So my mom, my mom's point of view is. I know as a mom, she suffered a lot seeing me go through like so many stuff and I am beyond grateful for having her with me. Uh, so when I told her I was cancer free, she was happy. She wanted me to live life. She wanted me to be happy. She wanted me to eat whatever I couldn't eat during like all these treatments and stuff. She wanted me to like go out and and all these things. And then when I started talking to her about like, mom, like I, I'm overweight, you know, like my clothes are not fitting me. I have to be, keep on buying clothes. So I went from like a size three in jeans to size 13. I'm like, I have to keep on buying jeans and jeans and, and going up instead of going down. Like, I don't feel good. You know, I can't even take a pleasant walk. And she'll be like, no. she'll be like, Mija, but you're alive. You're fine. Like, and and she would tell me me as, as a mom like I I just want you to be alive. I'm like mom, but I'm not happy. Mm. I'm not happy. I don't feel good, you know. And it was a very hard conversation with her because I was trying not to hurt her feelings, but at the same time I wanted her to realize like, hey, like I need to ask for help. I need help, and I'm gonna do this with you or without you. Mm. so it'll be better if you do it with me because then we both be successful or or i'll do it by myself yeah. and then she's like what do you want me to do i'm like just love me just accept me who i am she's like i do i do but i i i just be and she'll continue like here let me make you like our our authentic mexican food let me make you this let me make you that and let, let's go get it a coffee with some pan dulce and this and that and to her, that was showing love. And nice. I understand, you know, like I understand because that's how she grew up, her culture. And then the way that I had to explain it to her for her to turn the way she was thinking was like, mom, I appreciate all the love that you have given me all these years. Let me show you my love to you. Mm. And the, the best thing I can do is me be okay, 100% comfortable with myself. My body, wow. my mind, my soul. Let me show you that love. And wow. it's sometimes going to be something that you're not going to like and something that it's out of tradition, but yeah. I love you and I'm doing it for love for myself. And I know that that love, I'll, I will share it with you. Wow. And she just cried and she's like, okay, let's, let's do it. You know, like, and it was a very hard conversation because I never talk about my mom. <laughs> That, you know like I and I didn't say it in a disrespectful way of course always no. respecting but there is a book that I was reading from Zig Ziglar and he mentioned something about what was it love heals it all okay. or something like that 
and it meant and on one of his pages it said just turn it around with love turn it around around with love you know and if you know that your mom loves you so much your parents love you so much like just turn it around with love that's it instead of like starting an argument be like no no that this is not what i want and like it could have gone that way like because i had enough anger and enough uh, like afraid and all of that and i wanted to let it out but i was like no i'm gonna turn it around i'm gonna do it different because i want this lifestyle like i really need to change my lifestyle to benefit me because if i'm good i'm 100 good everyone around me is gonna be good so i'll I, I i got that engraved in my mind and i'm like i need to be good i'm doing it for myself i'm i have to set my foot down i i have to have these like conversations with family members and stuff with my nieces my nephews and and my my parents and all that and and they're gonna cry and i'm gonna cry but it's okay it's fine that's how we mature so i was like daisy let's do it we have to do it so i started writing down the the conversations i was gonna have with each person and who i was gonna talk to which is my my closest circle started off with mom dad my my sister i'm the oldest of four so okay. sorry uh, my sister and everyone had different opinions like no but some of them like were yes daisy you can do it some of them were like just take a break to chill relax and there was other and again there was people going back up on my k this is what i'm doing it would be awesome if you guys support me and and yeah and so one day they're like how can we support you i'm like i'm still scared to go out on my own like for a walk and stuff like that so i'm like okay well you can help me i know everyone works and stuff like that can you commit to me a one saturday morning or one sunday morning to go for a 30 minute walk 45 minute walk that's that's all i'm asking like 45 minute walk that's it a conversation i need to do my steps and not even a run just a walk or like something little and they're like okay okay we can do that so i have each i have one person each week different person go with me for a walk on a saturday or a sunday and i started slowly and in, like involving them into what i was doing when i do my workouts in the room i got my nieces opening the door and they're like oh i want to work out with you too. I'm like okay come on let's go and they'll, they'll hype me out they're like you can do me one more, one that's, more. <laughs> that's incredible so it, it it led to that. It was hard. Yeah. I, there was a lot of crying. There was a lot of like those gut feelings like, am I doing the right thing? But I decided I want to be happy. I want yeah. I want to change to good. I want to be strong physically, mentally, emotionally. And, and I'm going to do it. Like it's time. I'm going to do it. And no more excuses. You know, like, and it, it's getting better, better every day. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God, so many things I want to say. Gosh, you're amazing. Thank you. I love that you said that I made the decision. I made the decision that I want to be happy. I think that this is something that people miss. Mm-hmm. You know, being happy is really a decision that you make because yeah. how we're living, what we're doing, how we're talking mm-hmm. to people, who we're hanging with, every piece of everything that in our lives, right? It's all the product of a choice. And it stems from the decision. It's like the decision is I'm going to be happy. I'm going to live my life in a better way. And then you go and you analyze all your actions, who you talking to, how you talk to them. What do they do? Do these people serve this journey of mine? Do they not? Whatever. Like it just changes everything based on that one decision, but we can't minimize, get the hard work you have to do to get to that decision because it was, Fear of this, fear of that, fear of this, fear of that, paralyzing you, right? Until you ultimately were like, no, done. I'm done with all of those fears. Not going to take me, it's not going to hold me back anymore. If I'm going to be living, if I'm going to be alive, if I'm going to be blessed to have fought this 17 times, right? And be cancer free, then I want to make sure that I'm actually going to be living versus what you have been doing, which was a lot of, a ton of surviving. Yeah. This one thing so too. One thing too was that I felt that I was too old to start. Too old to start. Yes, I felt like I'm. I'm 32 years old. I'm gonna be 33 in August, and I felt like I was too old. Like I, why I'm. I'm, I'm about to hit 40. 
yeah. that was my thing I'm like oh, i'm about to hit 40 why do i need to do it for what but yeah. I was like, no, I can, I can do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's another thing is that the truth is that we're never too old. That's the real, that's the facts. Like we're never too old. If we're alive, then there's an opportunity and we can make it happen. And then thank God for social media because you you see women that start lifting weights at freaking 60 yes. and 80 and they have bodybuilding bodies. And you're like, wait, what? You started at 60? How? All right. And so it's these reminders that it has nothing to do with your race. It has nothing to do with your age. It has nothing to do with your culture. It has nothing to do with anything. It has, everything is attached back to making the decision, overcoming your mindset blocks because yeah. they're real and we all have them. And then you figure out what is it that I have to do? And then I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make it work. Like you said, and then you make it work. That's it. I love, I love how you approached your mom and your loved ones and got them on board with this journey because your commitment and your decision was so solid. It was like, no one, nothing is going to make me rethink this. I am doing this no matter what. So for the, for, for the women who are listening or who are watching, like make a note of this on your journey. If this is something that you have been struggling with, your environment, you feel like, you know, interfering or saying things like, no, you're, you're, you'll find the way you are and trying to guilt trip you mm -hmm. and you know, shame you into not working on your weight or your fitness or whatever your goals are. It's you're going to have to have the tough conversations. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to confront and address it. And that doesn't mean you're going to have to be like, ah, you horrible, nasty people. No, no. it doesn't mean you have to call you by your names or that you have to be aggressive or whatever. But it does mean that you have to have the conversations. You have to explain to the people that matter to you. Obviously, we're not talking about the people that are not important or that you realize maybe are not good for you. We're not talking about them. Yeah. But the people that you know have your best interests at heart and they love you. And they're saying those things more so out of concern and out of love because it, they, they want the best for you. It's to remind them, hey, I know you love me. I know you care about me. I know you want to see me succeed and win at life. But hey. Maybe I should explain to you like how badly this has been affecting me. Maybe you just didn't know and then flip it around and kind of put the ball in their court by saying, but I, but I need you. Like yep. there is a way that you can continue to love, care for me and support me on this path. I'm not abandoning you. And here's what, here's how you could support me. Here's how you could help me. Because what you did is so powerful psychologically because you basically gave them all a role. You gave them all a purpose on this new journey. It's, that is so deep. Maybe you should write a book. You thought about that? Maybe I you should, should write it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in the plan, so, yeah. See what I'm saying? I might be stuck. <laughs> I just knew it. I'm like, you need to write a book. But yeah, or, this is so powerful. And then it's accepting help as well. I, I do have a lot of people around me like, how can I help you? And so instead of being like, no, I'm fine. I'll be okay. I'll be like, yeah, like what day can you go come and work out with me what day can or <laughs> something I did when when people were asking me my sister-in-law was like well what can I do to help you you know she was she was seven months pregnant I believe that at that time I'm like you can buy me a, a cool bottle you know because I need to be drinking 80 ounces of water you know and she got me that and then my sister's like oh I got you some cute workout clothes you know like oh thank you and being okay and accepting help and I thought like I don't want to bug people. I'm like, no, you guys want to see me succeed. You want to be happy. This is what's going to make me happy. And yes, I need help right now. <laughs> yeah. I need a lot of help right now. Like I, I, I need to buy some veggies. I need to buy some stuff. I, I, I need help. And because the, my, my past, I, I, I did get in, in a lot of debt. So that's something I'm working on as well. And money hasn't been a problem, but I am accepting help from my family. And then I'll cook them a good meal. I'm like, hey, look, I made some chicken veggies here. Mom, have some dinner with me, you know, like sharing that with them and and, mm -hmm. and learning from everything. So I, I try to get them more involved and they're slowly seeing how my mood is changing, how like I'm actually happier. I smile more. I actually want to go get a pedicure, which I usually never do. <laughs> yes, I know. I was like cheering you on. I was like, oh, she's pet. Is she pampering herself? What? Yeah, that was actually a gift from my boyfriend one day. He's like, you know something? Take the day off. Go do what you need to do. 
and yeah, he he treated me to a, pe- a pedicure, manicure, and all that. I'm like, oh my god, I can do this. This feels good. And to me, it's a big deal because I haven't been able to do that. So yeah. it's having lunch by myself and just like being able to read a book and drink some water and be like, oh my god, I'm getting better and and I'm a day closer to my goals and and I feel great. You know, I'm still not where I want to be. But now I have in my mind that I'm able to to accomplish it. And that was something I struggled a lot. Um, Yes, yes. The the fear of becoming successful, not just physical, but emotional and and not feel broken is 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 going away. And each day I'm just like thankful for waking up and excited to do my workout. (laughs) it's five o'clock in the morning and it's just thank you this is exactly the mindset excited to work out because yes gotta be excited about what your body is allowing you to do enabling you to do versus looking at it as it's a burden it's a chore i don't want to do that i wish i didn't have to do that it's yeah you and your mindset has changed tremendously but so the 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 moral here is the value and the power in being able to receive help when you have people who you know are genuine, they're authentic, they're loving, they want to see you win. Not they, now that you made them understand why this is a priority and why you must make this happen. That's so profound. And then also asking for help yeah. <clears throat> versus, versus just, I got this, I got this, or, you know, I'll yeah. figure it out on my own, this type of mentality, receiving help and asking for help. Yes. Yeah, I grew up with the mentality of my dad always telling me like, no, you should be an independent woman, you know, like yeah. you shouldn't be asking for help. Yeah. And, and if you do need help, you need to ask your parents and, and this and that. And I was like, I need help in general. I'm like, yeah. can you go walk with me every weekend? No, I can go two times. Okay, then the other two days I need to ask for someone to help, go help me. And so I get the hang of it on my own and not be scared of being alone, which is, I don't think it's a bad thing of because i do live around like 100 acres of nothing just desert so i'm like i'm not going by myself no even though we have like 13 dogs but i was like oh, i'm not going by myself oh my gosh yeah no so i i started accepting help i started not being scared of being like hey i i need some alone time i i, I need to work out i i started asking for all of that for people around me and there was it took a couple a couple conversations. It wasn't just one conversation. It took a couple with each person and just being open, being open-minded of like, okay, like it's coming. I it whatever I am putting myself to do, it's 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 coming true. But it's not because it automatically is there, it's because I'm working hard for it. Like I yeah. and that makes me feel like a strong person. Like mm. I'm working very hard. I'm waking up early. I'm reading my books. I'm, I'm eating healthy. I'm doing my workouts. I'm talking to you. When the first thing that my parents told me when I was growing up, don't talk to strangers. <laughs> you know, talking to you. Um, doing all of that, getting out of my comfort zone. Yes, and, um, and being okay. All those negative feelings that I felt, and being like, okay, I felt them. Let's let them go. Let them go. Let's get some new feelings coming in. So, yeah, I yeah. love this. What an amazing testimony! I mean, amazing. And for those who don't know this, but you've only been working with me. You've only been in, in the because it sounds like the most amazing transformation. Like you've been with me for like a year or something. <laughs> but you you've only been inside of the weight loss coaching program and been with me for not even three months, and yeah. everything has changed about you: the mental, the emotional the physical, like, I know you've gotten so much stronger physically. You're it because you're, you're able to do workouts that you were not able to, to do weeks, weeks ago. Not at all. You got your endurance, everything just so much stronger. And then, <clears throat> like you said, like drinking your water, you've also, you've also lost a significant amount of weight. And obviously I know that you're feeling very differently in your clothes, but it seems like it's the mental piece, right? Which that's never a coincidence because actually yeah. the mindset drives everything. But it sounds like your mindset is the thing that has changed the most. Like if you had to kind of narrow it down and say, hey, three things that so far in less than three months have completely changed for me, what would those be? Three things. Wow. 
to narrow it down, <laughs> first it would be love to myself. Love and my and I think everything else just falls under it. Love for myself because loving myself is giving me the ability to work out, to eat healthy, to pretty much everything, you know, like so I think if I would narrow it down to one thing is like like find yourself, have that conversation with yourself. And yeah. then once you do, every every person's situation is different. So it might not go the same way it did for me. But I do believe that having that conversation with yourself and finding your inner self of writing down what you really want and what you mm. want to accomplish, where you want to feel, I'll start. I'll start. It's like the way I see it is like I just planted this beautiful tree and now all its branches is growing you know from like everywhere so that's how i'm seeing it but i think the best gift you can give yourself in life for for you for your family for yourself for for everybody is you taking that first step and you taking that decision of having a better lifestyle and not just like weight loss or fit or anything like it's just you know, and your gut will tell you the changes and 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 what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Your, your 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 body tells you, and if your yeah. body's telling you something, I recommend and I I highly recommend that start looking for help. Yeah, like yeah. Like, do, like do it. Like don't don't let time. I think one of our one of our biggest goals in life is time. And that's that's something that uh, we can't get it back. You can't get it back, right? Yeah, the so most val- yeah, it's the so most valuable commodity. People are chasing money. People are chasing love. People are chasing all these other things. But the most valuable commodity at the end of the day is time. And then when the time has passed, it has passed. There's no making up for it. There's no getting it back. And I love the... And basically for you, you know, it sounds like the biggest win has been you transcending your fears transcending the paralysis that you were in and saying, I have to love myself enough to treat myself better, to put myself first, to prioritize, and to also listen to my gut and my instinct. I don't feel good. The weight does not make me feel good. Um, Mm -hmm. It's affecting me mentally, emotionally, my clothes fit and everything else. And now it's time for me to really love my, like really love myself and make the decision to be happy and get the help that I need. And I think that that is really powerful and insightful advice for women out here, regardless of whether it's the weight, it's money, it's like whatever it is that, that, you know, anyone out here is not fulfilled with or not happy with, or it's like, hmm, my gut tells me that. You know, I could have more, or I could do more, whatever it looks like. It's love yourself enough to do the work and get the help for those of you that don't know what that work looks like, because that's the other problem for a lot of women. It's, well, I don't know what that looks like. Okay. Then you have to go hire somebody. You have to go get the help that you need so that you're taught mm-hmm. what type of work do I need to do in my everyday life to get me there? But all of it is ultimately the act of self-love. I think that's so powerful. Yeah. It's so powerful. And I talked about this in an episode before, but this journey is a selfless one. A lot of people think, oh, I'm so selfish. Now you're going to go to the gym three days a week and, you know, and take that time away from, I don't know, your family, your kids, your job, whatever. Oh my God, that's so selfish. Now you're going to be eating you're going to be prepping all these other meals. I don't want to eat that. It's a selfless journey because you're coming out of it, right? As a better version of you for the people who love you, need you, depend on you, rely on you. And you just, you just gave us the entire example with what this has done for your mom, what this is doing for your nieces, what this is, this is doing for your boyfriend. It changes everything for better. And, and our family members, our loved ones, all of them, they benefit from us learning to really love ourselves versus walking around as that broken, wounded, 
unhealthy, unhappy little person, right? It doesn't yeah. serve anyone. So, girl, thank you. I always, something that reminded me was that my niece, I have a, the oldest one, she's nine. And she's like, I love to see you come pick me up from school. I'm like, why? Because I can say, that's my Thea right there. She's that. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, okay, yes, I'm starting to like this. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so amazing! Yeah, it's changing the game for everybody. And and then you got and then you got your your nieces who are young. Imagine the type of inspiration. Imagine the type of impression you're leaving on them, and and how that that could be paving the way for them growing up, right? Yeah. You know, I think this is so incredible. So, thank you so much. Obviously, the you know. Uh, the advice is really powerful and your entire story, you're just a living example of what overcoming fears leads to, of what making one powerful decision leads to, of the act of loving yourself, how it transforms you and transcends everything negative that you may have been dealing with, and then how it inspires and affects all the people around you who love you for better. Like you're changing the entire dynamics, you're leveling all of it up. It's not just what it does for you. It does for everyone else around you. It's so powerful. And I love, love the advice of get help, like get help. Um, and, you know, and so the final note here is if any of this speaks to you, it resonates, resonated with you. You can relate in some way, somehow, because I know that about 90% of women on their weight loss and fitness journey can relate to at least one of the powerful things you've shared here, even if it's not the cancer story, right? But I know a lot of women can relate to everything you've talked about, your challenges, the fears. Mm -hmm. This is real. But the moral is make that very powerful decision pour, and then decide and commit to love yourself in a, in a different manner, manner that you have. Take that self-love to the next level. Hire help get inside of my program, reach out, have a conversation with me. Whether you message me on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever it is, uh, find me and have that conversation because this is life-changing and a real game changer. Daisy, thank you so much for coming on, for being willing to do this. Such a personal story and you've been so vulnerable, transparent. You've, you held nothing back, like just open book. I can't put into words really how proud of you I am overall like it's just it just kind of blows my mind I just don't really have the words like <laughs> and you have honored me you know with becoming a client of mine and choosing me and then you're you've been so coachable because not only it was I want Anna to be my coach but then it was like whatever I came up with you were like yep cool okay I'm gonna do that I'm doing it and then I'll be like hey Daisy you good over there yep doing it yeah. <laughs> and, I, yeah. I'm making it work okay you fine? Yep. <laughs> and just kept going. And then, I, and then, and then the, the pictures, like when we do side by side picture, I'm like, dang, <laughs> my God, it's just, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been, it's been amazing. I actually had to go shopping. Was it like two weeks ago that I took Yeah. to go shopping because none of my clothes were fitting. I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> I can do it yeah. for free. <laughs> Yeah, you've, and that's a good feeling. It's a good problem to have. It's no longer, oh my God, I have to go up another size. Now it's, sheesh, like I'll have to go down two sizes because I'm getting smaller. Yeah. yeah. And amazing. Been, amazing. It's been great. I look forward to each day. I mentioned before, like I love all your posts that you put. Anything, anything, I just, anything that's going to benefit me. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to read anything you post or in, in general, you know, like anything that I know that's going to be benefit my life. I, 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 I will do it. You know, it's fine. I deserve happiness. So you are, I wish we had recorded that call, the initial call, because I'm like, this is a totally <laughs> different Daisy. This is a Daisy that's like out here. I'm kicking ass. What? Oh, here comes another fear. Forget that fear. Let's go. <laughs> Moving forward. Blinders on. We keep going. No one, nothing. We haven't got, got time for that. <laughs> Don't have time for that. We just keep going. Yeah. Total transformation. Total transformation. Mentally, emotionally, physically. I couldn't be more proud. You're amazing. 
I know you're going to keep doing amazing things and you, I look forward to continue working with you. Just Well, just I do a- have an amazing coach just a heads up. You know? <laughs> Thank you. I try my best and I, I try my best. It's such a pleasure, but it's, you know, clients like you that definitely keep me going. So I appreciate you a lot. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing this. I know you're inspiring many people and I know that this, this conversation right here is going to inspire probably more than one person out here. So I thank you for doing the work and walking around as a, as an example, because it changes the game. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the patience and all of that. So absolutely. You're welcome. (laughs) Any day. Like I got you, I got your back. Like we doing this and thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you for watching the live. Thank you for the comments. If anyone needs help, has questions, about anything that it is that we talked about today, please do not hesitate to reach out. I'll be more than happy to answer them and support you in any way that I can. So that's it. We will be back for another episode next week. Thank you so much for the support and the love. Thank you, Daisy. I love you so much. You are thank amazing. You, thank you. Just keep pushing, okay? Yes, yes. Thank you so much. No Bye. problem. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.